Right. Episode 10, Michelle, ready to go? Yeah, I've got a ripper this time. Good. Cue the music. Hi, and welcome to Podsuit with Tracy and Michelle, fueling our podcast obsession by producing a podcast about podcasts. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Tracy. I'm very impressed with us. Just two weeks since our last podcast. I know. Here we are back in the studio and I have a good one for you guys. And I've got some interesting podcasts to share with you too. One called Blackout and another one called Criminal, which I don't know if you've listened to. No, I haven't. But let me just jump straight into mine because I'm a bit excited. Okay. Um, And some of the people out there might have already listened to this one, but it's called Who the Hell is Hamish? And it's by the Australian who gave us Teacher's Pet, which was awesome. Also a great one, I thought. And it's an enthralling investigative podcast about a serial fraudster. A con man. Con man, the ultimate con man. This is by the Australian newspaper's Greg Bearup, who delves into the fascinating yet devastating life of a serial con man and asks the question, who the hell is Hamish? Who the hell is Hamish? Well, Hamish is due to be sentenced to jail in early 2019 for swindling a handful of victims out of more than $7 million. Wow. But these crimes are just the final pages in a resume too thick to staple. For decades, he's duped victims in the US, in Canada, Britain, Hong Kong, and Australia. So um, he is basically a con man who's told so many women mm-hmm. so many stories. For example, first one is about Tracy, who falls in love with a Max Tavita, which, uh, spoiler alert, ends up being a Hamish McLaren uh, under a different name, who tells her... Oh, so Max is... Hamish. So Max is Hamish. So he goes by all these different names as well. Um, And he was working in the World Trade Center, he tells her, when the first plane hit on 9-11. So this is one of the first stories you hear. Then you go on to hear that um, he's told stories about his parents dying in a plane crash, but he survived. And he tells them how he was a professional race car driver. Uh, He had an identical twin that he ran over and killed when he was a kid. I mean, all these stories he maintains with fantastically like great detail. And he's got a lot of charm and he's a great listener. But it's you know also high profile victims that have also been duped like yeah. Lisa Ho all right who trusted him with a fortune and and never saw the profits he has properties in Canada fancy cars uh, I really struggled to find a clip for this one because mm-hmm. I loved it all. But I will give you a little bit of episode three. This is where Beck Rosen's a lady who's recently divorced. She's come back to her family's holiday home with her two sons in Sydney into Bluey's Beach, which mm-hmm. is a bit like uh, Summer Bay from Home and Away. Okay. And she's moved back into her family's holiday home. She's working in a bottle shop. She meets Hamish for the first time, who has this beautiful, glamorous girlfriend who happens to be the daughter of a famous rugby player. She thinks he's a bit of a tosser. He's, you know, got a big ego. He's a bit hard to deal with. And it's all about how the town has heard a few stories about him. But eventually he starts to grow on Beck. He's quite persistent. He's a good listener. She's very Mm. vulnerable. Uh, And he takes her boys out surfing. He takes on this father figure for her. He starts to grow on Beck. So let's listen to this. Okay. Yeah, he, he, they loved it. You know, he'd get all their mates in the back of the ute and take them down to remote beaches. And Hamish was just really, quite, he quietly crept up on me. And I sort of didn't really think anything of it, but he did. He was really persistent. He'd come into work, he'd come around here. And eventually, I remember we went on a date. The first date was to see a um, James Bond movie, of all things, because he sort of, I think he fancied himself as a bit of a James Bond character. 
that was sort of the beginning of him kind of being involved in my life. So he was living at a separate house, of course, but he started, he'd come around for dinner, we'd, you know, sit around and have wines, always with the kids. And was he a good conversationalist? Like, was he yeah. good? So yeah. tell me about some of those com- early conversations. You know, what would you talk about? Oh, well, we would always talk about his childhood, which he always portrayed as being this horrific childhood. He told me that his parents had lived in New Zealand and that his mother had had an affair and his father had murdered the person who his mother had had the affair with. And then they'd basically fled New Zealand and moved to Australia. But that was before he was born because his two older sisters are older than him. Um, And to be honest, when he told me that, I just thought, that's absolute bullshit. But I kind of felt sorry for him. Just a point of order here. We also think Hamish's claims about his father are rubbish. You remember Hamish told Tracy Hall his parents had been killed in a plane crash. Well, Mr and Mrs Watson are very much alive. Oh, so he's a real sort of Dirty John character. Yeah, so, yeah, because you've listened to Dirty John, right? So Dirty John, um, there's a lot of similarities here. So Mm. Dirty John's another podcast that I listened to recently. It was an American one that's now been made into a Netflix series. Yes, with Eric Banner. But I think the podcast was better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're into this whole con man sort of story, Dirty Mm. John's another great one. God, is that a real, is that a new genre, the con man? (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe I'm going to switch from true crime to con man. Anyway, he's in Long Bay Jail at the moment. He's pleaded guilty. And you would think after all his lies and crimes, after his arrest, after his story has been told, Mm -hmm. people would be very wary of him. Yeah, you would think the story would spread ahead of him. shockingly, at the very end of the last episode, they tell you about how they've got records of a Sydney female visiting him three times a week. Oh, no. Another victim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the making. He's being sentenced in June, so watch this space. But the um, hunt for his money has turned up nothing so far. So as we record, this podcast has eight episodes, about 35 to 40 minutes long. And you have to subscribe and binge. I love it. Okay, I will. Okay, over to you, Tracy. All right. I have been listening to a new audio drama called Blackout. It's an apocalyptic thriller brought to us by Endeavour Audio. And the basic setup for the story is a small town radio DJ fighting to protect his family and community after the power grid goes down nationwide in the US, upending modern civilization. Dead air. Yeah, that's the first thing you learn to avoid in radio really creeps people out. Don't get me wrong, people in the North Country, they love quiet, but there's quiet and there's silence. Hey! Who is there? Hey, stop! Stop! I've gone through it in my head so many times since. He was wearing all black, I remember that. When I replay that morning, I can't help but ask myself, how the hell didn't I see it, right? It was right there in front of my face. 
So the voice that you just heard might have sounded familiar. Blackout stars and is executive produced by Rami Malek, who recently won the Academy Award for portraying Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. And he also stars in uh, Mr. Robot on Netflix. This podcast is totally engaging. What would happen if the grid went down? We'd be totally unprepared. No electricity, no communications, no phones, Michelle. Mm. Have to be a doomsday prepper. <laughs> well, yeah, it really gets you thinking because people are in a total panic. They're buying up food, fuel, yeah, and it's quite an isolated community to start with. Mm. Um, so it's really interesting about human behaviour. How do people act? Some people engage in that sort of tribalism. Others want to bring the community together, mm. like Rami Malek's character wants to. Mm-hmm. I think it's an excellent audio drama. Similar lines to Homecoming. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I loved Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. It took a while to get into that one though. But, um... And this possibly as well. And you really have to focus on it. It's yeah. a sort of podcast that you can't really listen to while you're doing something else. Otherwise, mm. you keep having to rewind to. Good for a long drive. Yeah, or a walk. And I love Rami Malik's voice. Mm. I think it lends itself perfectly to podcasting. It's excellent audio quality. There are eight episodes episodes in the series. As of this week, the fourth episode has dropped, so I highly recommend that you subscribe and catch up so you can listen to episode mm. five with me next week. Definitely. Okay, I will. And what else do you have for us? Uh, now, one that you might be interested in, it's called Criminal. Oh, yeah. Sounds like true crime. You know I'm into those. <laughs> <laughs> it is true crime, but true crime a little bit different to the ones that you're probably used to listening to. Right. Uh, this podcast, it's every episode is self-contained, less than 30 minutes, mm. and every episode tells a story or a person involved in some sort of criminal activity tells their story and the narrative is woven together by the host Phoebe Judge. Mm. Here's a little sample of a recent episode called Homewrecker. Monica Glennon grew up in Poland but today she lives in Huntsville, Alabama where she works as a real estate agent with Remax. At six o'clock in the morning in September of 2015, she got repeated phone calls and texts from a colleague. And I thought, oh, maybe a bad review. I mean, so many years in real estate, 16 years in real estate, it eventually was going to happen. I'm not perfect here. And uh, I called her up and she says, you don't understand. So she sent me screenshots of what was posted on the Remix Facebook page and also was sent to the Remix corporate office. And I have to tell you, I I think, honestly, I went into shock. Everything seemed to kind of close in, and I started reading it, and it was so awful. It was a link to an anonymous post. It had also been sent to Monica's friends and members of her family, and directly to her husband, Scott Glennon, with the message, sorry to be the one to let you in on this. This lady claimed that her and her husband have hired me as a realtor. And, um, you know, she wanted to see a home. 
and she couldn't make it. So she went ahead, told her husband to go with me and go take a look at the house. So um, she said all of a sudden she was able to make it. So she drove over to the house and she ended up walking in. She saw both of our cars. She walked in and she found me and her husband having sex on the floor and that she has pictures of all of that and nobody should ever hire me as a realtor because I'm an enemy of all decent women out there. At the end, the anonymous poster writes, she knew he was married, and in all caps, do not use this person as a realtor. Then they included a large photo of Monica, along with all of her contact information. I'm Phoebe Judge. This is Criminal. Right, this story was basically this poor woman, all of a sudden her life implodes with social media just going berserk against her for being a homewrecker. That story totally fabricated that she is... So none of it's true. Someone's made it all up. Someone's made it all up based on something, some woman that she had this very, very minimal interaction with on a Facebook post and this person disagreed with something that she wrote and then totally slandered her across Mm. social media. So the story is her hunt to find out how this has happened, who did it, Mm. and not to give away any spoilers, she does track the person down. She does? Oh, I like that. And actually meets her and talks to her. So it's it's really, really interesting. Yeah, see, I like podcasts that give you closure. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah, well, it, it gives you closure. And that's one thing I like about this podcast. It's so well edited. It's less than 30 minutes, but you get so much of a story. Mm. It doesn't meander along. You get the beginning, a meaty middle, mm. and and some sort of conclusion at the end. It's really worth listening to. Sounds great. I will listen. All right. What's coming up for you in the podcast world? Uh, actually, I might review a new one that's coming up. It's by Channel 7, and it's called The Lady Who Vanished. Ah. It sort of got me... True crime. Intrigued. Yes, true crime. <laughs> of <Yeah>. course. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to have a look through the nominations that have been listed for the Australian Podcast Awards. Hopefully, there'll yeah. be a few gems amongst them. Yeah, great idea. Very good. All right. Well, see you next time. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Now, if you have a podcast you'd like to recommend, please send us a message via social media. And help more people find PodSoup by recommending us to a friend and rating us on Apple Podcasts like Kerry Boyer did from Kerr Lewis. Thank you, Kerry, for giving us a five-star rating. Thanks, Kerry. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Addresses are in our show notes. Thanks, Tracy. Bye. Secret Doomsday Prep. Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually got a whole stash of food. I, we could be completely self sustained. So if the world ended right now, yeah. you just come over. I'll feed you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.